I'm super, super, super excited to tell you about my sponsor, Southwest Trading Company. Southwest Trading Company is a native-owned business located at 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you've never been to Southwest Trading Company, you need to go check them out. Right now, if you can, or after this podcast, or during the podcast, but either way, go check that store out. They have a lot of great items from different artists from all around, like jewelry, blankets, art, clothing, cedar boxes, indigenous home decor, car accessories, totes, and so much more. You could spend hours in this store. I'm not kidding. I went to the first time and I think I spent like maybe a couple hours maybe just looking around at everything they have. I mean, it's so unique. If you haven't yet, Southwest Trading Company also has a Facebook page. So if you have not yet, go like it and follow their page to keep up with all new items and events they have going on at the store. Once again, I'm super excited that we get to build together. The location for Southwest Trading Company is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go check it out, everybody. Thank you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Oki Podcast. On this episode, pretty stoked for this one. I have battle rapper, entrepreneur, owner of Day One's Rooted. I got Phrase Fraser today. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? How's it going? That's a lovely day, man. Just got off work and I'm here on your show, on the podcast, man. So I appreciate you for having me. Of course, man. I've been like, yeah, I'm, hella, I'm hella stoked to have you on get to oh, talk to you sure. about everything so i remember when i first kind of seen you around man you were doing um well you still are right you're still doing battle rap yeah yeah i was supposed to have a battle a couple weeks ago but it got canceled so i'm pretty sure i'll get another one booked within maybe by the end of the year but canada's calling too so i might go 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 up north man that would be a dream just to battle in canada whoa now how long have you been battle rapping Let's say about 2012, I'd say, but that's 10 years, man. Oh, wow, 10 by. years. That flew by, yeah, 10 years. Thinking of it now. That's crazy. I mean, it's crazy to think about how much, like, how fast time could just fly by. And, like, you, sit, you actually, like, sit here and think about it, like, oh, damn, it's been two years, or 10 years. It's been 10 yeah, years. Yeah, like, I mean, think about it till you ask. I'm like, wait a minute, it's 10, 2012, I believe my first battle in Albuquerque was. So yeah, about 2012, I started battling in Cortez, Colorado for a league called Dirt Vent. I did that for like, I don't know, six battles. They were like one minute battles. And then I went to the Universal Battle Ram. Shout outs to the whole crew, the squad representing New Mexico. New Mexico's only rap battle league. So I'm a part of the staff there, too. So shout outs to them. And I've been rocking with them since 2012, I believe. Well, I remember, like, I remember watching Battle Raps. But that was, uh, dang, I'd say, like, 2005 or, or four or even six, maybe. And that was uh, Smack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Smack was the one I used to watch a lot. Dope, man. Uh, I got into it around the same time. With it's called World Rap Champions Championship. Mm-hmm. It was freestyle off the top dome. Um, well, that's where I got a hold of Ill Mac and Thesaurus. I started getting familiar with them, and then it carried on to KOTD, then Smack. And I was like, man, this is this is dope. And I always I was a fan of battle rap before I started battling. So, what made you want to like actually do it? Battle rap? Yeah. Shoot, man, like. Like I said, I was a fan of battle rap, so I would uh-huh. see natives battling, and you know, automatically I'm like, all right, come on, dude, let's hold it down for the natives. And they do. Uh, I've seen some battles they did, 
but nonetheless stereotypes took over you know what i mean we're called drunk indians and like just stereotypes so bad and it's battle rap so it it's okay you know it's battle rap 101 but after a while i was like come on man we just getting laughed at us let me try it like i i really wanted to go up in there and show other people like i i can uh, i can do this too you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i had my first battle and it was just a like one minute one one round battle one minute battles so that was okay but when i got to the ubr so th- there would be like two to three minute rounds for three rounds and that's where I really honed in on this battle type stuff, you know, the elements of battle rap and why I got into it. You know what I mean? It was just a rep for us as natives in battle rap. And pretty much it's been doing pretty well for me. Man. You're from uh, not Albuquerque, right? No, I'm from Shiprock, New Mexico. Shipper, that's right. Shiprock, New Mexico. 505. 505. Yes, and so you said your first... Bat, rattle, battle rap was in uh, Albuquerque? Uh, no, it was in Cortez, Colorado. Cortez, Colorado. Third event league, yeah. Shout outs to PA. Uh, he was putting on some, um, just putting on shows and he started doing the battle rap thing and people would show up, right one minute rounds and it was pretty fun. But, you know, like I said, uh, a lot more talent was in Albuquerque, so I went and tried out. I got on and that's where it really, I picked it up at. Okay, okay. Now, is that where the famous video is from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's Albuquerque. Albuquerque. I think that was like uh, probably my fourth or fifth battle in third era. That was probably my fifth battle, I believe. Really? That's your yeah. fifth one? For the UBR, yeah. I battled. My first battle was with a guy called Third Lake, then Everkills, Thun Mantis, Young Joe. Biz, that was my sixth battle. Okay, that was my sixth battle in the UPR, okay. Albuquerque. So, but yeah, man, it was it was pretty epic that night, and it was crazy. The the energy, man, it was just live. Like battle rap is is dope. You can feel the energy, you know. What I mean, as opposed to watching it on YouTube, but if you're in the room, you just feel that the vibe, man. It's, it's dope. Mm-hmm. For that being your sixth uh, battle, I mean. You sound like a pro at it, dude. Like, appreciate it, man. Appreciate delivery, it. your delivery was on point. You didn't let like these emotions get to you, like, because I've seen some battles too where like emotions get really, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, and it's like people ask me that they're like, uh, especially natives, like, oh, you don't get mad. Why don't you punch the guy? I'm like, if if I was gonna like be upset about it, I wouldn't put myself in that position. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I kind of I go in there with the mind state of like. Uh, he's going to say whatever the most disrespectful thing ever. So I'm just going to stand there. I know what I'm getting myself into. And it's kind of like just, it's a form of entertainment as well. So I kind of take a professional aspect, look at it. You know what I mean? But my perspective view of battle rap is got to keep it professional as a lot of work goes into these shows as well. You know what I mean? Putting on for the people, the community, the crowd, and kind of got to carry yourself as a professional, just like you're rapping on stage or, you know, you get paid for a show, same thing with battle rap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Expect that. Exactly. Cause like, well, I said, I bring up like, uh, I was, I, I was into battle rap and then I kind of forgot about it <clears throat> and I'd see, I'd watch like clips here and there, but now I linked up with this guy <laughs> with, uh, this one guy, his name is uh, King Castro X. So he started a rap battle league here in Tulsa. Oh, really? And so That's dope. I, we're about eight months in, I believe, but we try to have one every month and it's called with all due respect, rap battle league. And with all due respect. I do. Yeah. I do some filming for them. Oh, and, nice. Nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. So getting back into battle rap and I mean, just getting to talk to you about it too. Like it's a uh, just perfect timing, man. It's just like picking your brain a little bit. And then after seeing what I've been seeing too, because like you said, man, you can't get mad. You know what to expect, which is the most disrespect. Yeah, yeah. That's our motto. That's our motto for the Albuquerque Battle Rap League. I'm in the most disrespectful battle league. You know what I mean? That's the motto there. (laughs) (laughs) It's facts. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta look at it like that. So but that's dope, man. I'm it's pretty cool to hear that you're a part of that and especially filming too. filming plays a, a major role in it as well, because 
people like to see the good angles, make sure the quality is good, and you can hear the battle battle rappers. And like I said, theatrics. Everybody's got handgun gestures. You know what I mean? They got mm-hmm. the theatrics, and it's good to put that on cam so people can view it. If you're in the building, it's like, oh man, this guy's animated. You know what I mean? It's just it's character building too. You know what I mean? So that's pretty. Shout outs to you, bro. It's dope to hear that. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's I don't know because I've seen some very horrible footage, but still, you know, it doesn't matter as long as you're getting that character and their animations i guess too because because that's what we try to talk about is uh it's kind of like wrestling i guess in a way (laughs) you do your promos and you talk shit and then you got the memes got the promo videos yeah (laughs) Yeah. you got you got to sell it you know what i mean you got to make people want to watch this you know what i mean that's that's kind of what i'm kind of like known for in the battles too like I, i love to stir the pot bro it's fun Cause I, I do a lot of memes too, you know what I mean? Memes and like funny parody skits too. So I just get under my opponent's skin sometimes, but they're pretty cool sports about it. But nonetheless, you want to sell it, you know what I mean? Like I want you to be excited to watch this, you know what I mean? So that pretty pretty good battles. How big's your uh, how big's that leak over there? It's pretty big, man. We're actually uh, in the talk, so we're moving over to another state here soon. We are going wow. to implement the league into another state and try to build it, build the brand even more. But the brand itself, man, we've been around since we just had our anniversary to uh, UBR nine. So it's like our ninth anniversary and they've been around for a while. Like it would have been a little longer, but COVID hit. So we kind of chilled out for like a while. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but the league is built, it's growing, got a lot of, Cats who pour in from all over the place, you know what I mean? Different states, they come in, they want to rock with us. It's dope. I mean, we even even had like battle rap legends as Chilla Jones has been there, you know, what I mean? Bobby Lee, uh, like some some well-known battlers, they touched our platform there. So it's pretty cool. Real deal, uh, man, A-class. It's old school, some new school, some current ones, you know what I mean? It's just pretty dope. Whoa, that's crazy, dude. That's fucking yeah. badass. I mean, how so you said about nine years, maybe about, more? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a while to kind of build this stuff up. And I've never been a part of a rap battle league. And it, it is tough, man. It's tough. I mean, did you guys have a lot of like maybe some call outs? People didn't show up. Or people that just didn't take it serious. Yeah, yeah. Man. Oh man, the list goes on, bro. Like the day before is the worst or like the week of someone gets canceled or they cancel and they give you these um their reasons or excuses and it's like man it's crazy and like some of them would just it, it sucks because a lot of time and effort goes into writing planning people take days off mm-hmm. you know people book flights or you know what i mean it it's crazy so kind of like um you got to have that same respect of accepting a battle too you know what i mean you got to put some effort into it especially if you go into a battle and you're not prepared, like, come on, you've had plenty of time to do it. And it's kind of like no excuse for that part. Because like I said, you're putting on for a crowd and it hits the internet and the internet's forever, bro. That's what we say. The internet's forever. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I remember uh, in June, in June, we had an event and we had everyone call out except for one battle. So we had to cancel it. What damn, yeah, I think it happened to a league close by too. They had like so many cancels, so they just canceled the whole event. It's crazy, man. Yeah, a lot of time and effort does go into it. Like, you got to find a spot and you got to communicate with artists and make sure everybody's on the same page. You got to get the timing down, what they agreed upon. And sometimes you'll have you'll have battle rap divas, you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't want to do that for this or. You got to do this. I'm like, hey, man, it's cool. You don't have to rock here. You're cool. Or if you're that dope, you know what I mean? Like, you, you've paid your dues. Of course, we'll accommodate you and offer you this and that. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. crazy, though. You know? So it, it is It is tough, man. But we got a great team. There's a, quite a few of us who actually help run the league there, too. So shout-outs to them. It's a whole group team effort. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It does, man. It takes a team to run this thing and – I mean, I even know you're running rap battles. I just thought you're still doing them. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm. I help out with the with the league too. So, mm-hmm. been doing so, it for a couple years now. 
So you booking people to yeah we uh, battle? Book, yeah, we book people. We search people. Like uh, if they want to, you know, we just cook throw ideas in the pot. You know what I mean? And then we'll we'll talk about it and we'll vote on it. Who's who and like up and comers, especially if they're new guys and they want to try out. We have the foundations. We just don't throw them in there against like some um, veterans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're new and you know what I mean, like you want to try out, we have a tryouts called foundations. Uh, we just had one. We actually just got done booking another foundations event for September. And we got another event in November as well. So it's it's a process, but it's cool, man. Like, especially with the new guys, we're still looking for new talent. We've had people come all the way from Ohio just to come rock with us. It's pretty cool, man. Just oh, to try it out, too. So, I mean, if people want to get on. That's crazy. Ohio. Yeah, man. The, the, the kid rode a freaking bus all the way down. Like, he's done it twice now. So, he's uh, still, he's, he's getting really good, though. Wow. That's, yeah. man, that's crazy. Yeah, we have a few people from, uh, Kansas, Missouri, and um, Texas. Oh, yeah. Like a state or two away, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, we had one guy. His name was Beans Colleone. And he said he was coming from New Mexico, but he actually, he grew up in New Mexico, I think, is what he said. But he lives in Kansas now. So Uh we were getting the two mixed up about him living in New Mexico and whatever. (laughs) I think, I think uh, that the name Beans sounds familiar. There's a guy who's on the tryout now. We just booked him not too long ago. He goes by Beans as well. And he said, I'm new to New Mexico. Where can I fit in? You know, I got to get in here. Uh, That might be the same guy. That might be the same guy. Hmm. Let me know. (laughs) We're going to see. We're going to see. But yeah, he said he was, we just got him on. He's going to, when was that event? I think that was a September event too. It's a tryout. So do you have events every month? Uh, every few months, we try to space it out. We try to get like four to five major events. And then we have our tryout events, like four to five a year. Also, you know, we like to two to three months. So space gap in between. We don't try to have it every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that better? Do you think that's better? Uh, it works for us. I mean, if we had it every month, we'd pretty much we run through the whole roster of people in New Mexico constantly mm. being um ran through again. You know what I mean? People kind of, they want to see some new talent or like, you know, if you battle once or twice a year, it's good. And if you battle three to four times, sometimes people are like, Oh, I kind of already seen what he's got. You know what I mean? But mm. it's still interesting, but it works for us. We do like three to three to four months. Sometimes gives enough people to promo, raise some funds for the event. We do sponsorships. So like every time we host an event, we we uh we promote people's brands, you know, like like this podcast, anything, you know what I mean? You just mm-hmm. cop a sponsorship and that really helps out with funds and helping booking the artists, paying for motels or B and B's, uh the the venue itself, you know what I mean? So it it helps out a lot. But definitely, man, that's that's cool. Like uh we can relate on this um, battle rap topic. It's pretty cool, especially being behind the scenes it takes a lot, you know what I mean? That's cool though. Yeah. Yeah, like I never knew how much actually went into it because I watch it, but you know, you don't see the magic actually being put together and then pushed out. And then, like, you actually know, like, what everybody does, what everybody, because I I still thought it was like off the head, but everybody writes. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of what you see, or a majority of what you see, there are so many. It's very few who could actually freestyle off the top and have that same impact. I mean, a lot of people can freestyle, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but actually putting it into a battle content, it's pretty cool. It's funny, but a lot of the, the punchlines and, you know, that, that the writing, the, the writing that people have, um, how they're viewed now, like, oh, he's got a gun bar king, you know what I mean? Or he schemes. And to do that right on the spot off the top, a lot of people can't do that. Uh, maybe if they practice their whole lives, doing it, you know, they'd be really dope at battle raps and stuff. But there is a big difference between off the top freestyling and writing, actually writing your rounds and bars down. So nine out of time, ten times, if you put a freestyler against a guy with a pin, the guy with a pin will, wait, will usually do better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever freestyled like off the top against anybody? 
we have rebuttals every now and then. Like someone will say something and then like before the round starts, you'd be like, well, they said, and you just freestyle something like a rebuttal, you know what I mean? Which is cool. I've done a few of those, not, not many. Uh, there are people who can do like a whole round of that. It's pretty dope. Uh, but same time, like I said, you know, it's, it's gotta be ready sometimes, you know, like if people start choking and they'll be like freestyle, freestyle, then the battler, like he could be this dope battle rapper and then their freestyles are whack. So they're like, nah, just cut it. You know what I mean? So I was like, dude, it sucks. So <laughs> me, I would just be like, nah, that's it. I, I missed out. So. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm super dope. Then he just choke on a freestyle. It's going to look dumb. So, <laughs> so. Damn. I can't believe it's been 10 years, bro. You've been battle rapping and now, you know, putting on shows past couple years and everything. And I mean, day one's rooted, man. That's grown so much as well. When did you start day one's rooted? I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, 2018 is when we actually started. We had the idea for like about a year, 2017, my brother and I, uh, my boy is my best friend. His name's Greg. And, we, we had this idea of starting clothing because I make designs and logos, you know what I mean? Memes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that since 2005, I'd say. Yeah, about 2006, 2006, actually. I've doing like uh, I've done just like images, logos, funny stuff, uh, album covers for people. And, and after a while, I was like, man, I did my UBR logo with the Tomahawks on there. And I started making shirts just like to support the battle stuff. And that blew up and it was taken off. I said, man, I got these other logos. And my boy was like, we should just start our brand now. And we talked about it. So 2018 is when we got Day Ones Rooted started. Well, we just started with Day Ones. And then like there are so many Day Ones out there. So we added the Rooted. Rooted meaning uh, the concept behind Day Ones Rooted, a lot of people may not know, is Day Ones is like, people interpret it as oh that's my day one like it's my homie you know what i mean mm-hmm. but for me the idea is i took it to indigenous route we are the day ones to the land we're the first ones here you know what i mean so mm-hmm. that's what i mean when i say day ones we're the day ones to the land so the first logo that i made was a flag with a tomahawk on there so the concept behind that is we are older than america so the tomahawks there you got the teepees there we're the day ones to this land the rooted is a feather and it's like we are rooted with culture everyone is you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, majority of everybody <laughs> so you got some sort of culture you know what i mean we, you're rooted with some culture so i added them both together day one's rooted and there's not another name like that out there so it's like it's stuck so we've been rocking since 2018 and shoot, that's what four years now four even years. that flies by and we are still doing pretty well as a brand and the support to this day is still surreal. Definitely, definitely. We always appreciate everyone who rocks with us, man. It's it's crazy that we can have a clothing brand still still doing pretty well to this day, you know, four years strong. So man, <clears throat> well, congratulations on that, dude. I remember I do remember when it was first day ones, actually. Yeah. I do remember yeah. that. I and then I guess I I mean, I don't know. Day one's rooted. That sounds really, that sounds uh, a lot better. I mean, it sucks that you have to like change up a bunch of stuff because the names and everything. Yeah. I think something's not taken, but yet here it is taken. But I like day one's rooted, man. That sounds really cool. And then, like you said, it has our indigenous roots with it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Tied together, man. Like, yeah, the day ones, there's so many day ones out there, bro. It's like, it's understandable too, you know, like the concept behind that's my day one, man. Mm-hmm. There's songs out there and people use the name and there's day one's records, day one's labels. Cause when we started, we actually got hit up like, Hey, do you own an LLC? Do you own copyrights to day one? So I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's kind of universal. Everybody uses it. So that's when I was like, you know what? I have to change something up. And so we added the rooted to it. And it's pretty dope because like the day one's flag was our first logo. And our second logo was the feather with it was called rooted. So I was like, those were our first two logos, and we just tied the names together. Mm-hmm. Worked out well. Now, do you have your own, like, screen printing and everything? Is there? I'm in the shop right now. Uh, my buddy owns a shop. His name is Nick. Nick Smith with nicksprintshop.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has his own print shop here. And when I started the brand, 
I was like, yo, this is my homie from back in the day. We went to school together. And I was like, I'm going to support his business by taking ordering from him. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. getting my merchandise, getting my shirts for my battles. Uh, when I when I do a battle, I like to show up with some shirts, like a stack full of shirts or, you know what I mean? So I'd mm-hmm. always come to him like, hey, man, I need some shirts. He'd, he'd print them up and I'd pay him just to support his business as well. And as time went on, like we started the day ones and I, I was doing the same thing. Like, hey, man, I need I got these designs make it happen. Sure enough, he took care of me. And like two years in, two and a half, maybe, uh, we were doing these Navajo Navajo fairs here where I'm from, the res. You'd have like Chuba City Fair, Shiprock Fair, Wonder Rock Fair. So during these two months, we'd uh, we'd stock up. Then we just went into it like, hey, man, let's just work together. Like, we'll just run it down the middle. And so I was like, all right, cool. So with him now, I brought... I brought him on board. So he's actually a part of day one's rooted now. He's part owner too. So mm-hmm. shout out to him, man. Yeah. So we've been rocking together for a few years now. And this is where it all happens to Brock, New Mexico. Navajo owned and operated native business. So that's definitely, definitely glad I linked up with him, man. Amazing. <clears throat> Amazing. That's cool, man. That's really cool. I like when um people, people can just work together. I mean, oh yeah, man. They see like the potential of what it is you're trying to do and you see the potential in them and it's just like a mutual thing it's like yo like let's just fucking work together like why not i mean we're just right. we're, like native support each other native. anyways that's the concept <laughs> yeah like native support that's me man like i really i really hone in on that that uh concept of native supporting natives i didn't even come up with it like my my homies in arizona did when i came back in 2006 i was starting doing shows and there's like a few natives out in arizona i met him through music and that was the the name and the model they were pushing native support natives i said man that's dope and to this day i still run with that you know what i mean i still kind of that's what i believe in like you support one another you know what i mean we go pretty far because there's enough room for all of us to eat you know what i'm saying there is so much more room and just because you're not at the same level someone else may be you know it takes time you just got to work hard at it you know so that's just that's my concept too. Like native support natives, man. Like, but the difference is you got to give people something they got to support. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Most of the time people get upset. Like, well, where's my support? Oh, you don't rock with me. Or same time. It's like, you got to give them something to support, man. You just can't look out for handouts. You know what I mean? It takes hard work to, to go out and get what you want, but it's yes. possible. And we all, we all can do it. You know what I mean? Yep. Man, that's, <clears throat> that's exactly like what I try to say, man. It's like, I mean, I was like that before, though. I was like, I wanted to do stuff, but I was, I didn't do it. And I expected people to give me stuff like, you know, maybe, maybe a job as as something as like a camera operator or like, just, I don't know, just hand me something like, you know, I got in this mindset of that. And, but once I started like actually putting in the work and just not giving a shit about being handed something you know and i just put my head down and i just i just started grinding i just started grinding every day every week and then just making just networking and not caring about that stuff and just like going just head down and working and so like you know people watch man people watch they they see what you're doing if you're consistent enough then yeah they'll they'll fuck with you but it does a lot of hard work it's it's building from the ground up like a building i Definitely, mean that's, man. that's basically what that is it's it yeah man like you got to approach it in so many different ways too and like people don't like to change up how they operate but sometimes you have to to make it work like with me like i've noticed i like to do a lot of different things to try to try to work the social media algorithm you know what i mean mm-hmm the main thing people love to do is laugh. Like, bam, that's understandable. So I, I try to incorporate a lot of memes on my social media stuff. You know, like I throw funny stuff out there, funny videos. Same time, then I'll hit them with some music or some battle rap or some of my clothing brand. You know what I mean? I try to switch it up every every few days or so and try to try to mix it, mix it all up. Uh, because the fact is, you know, I could put my music out, but I'll post a funny meme and I'll get more reactions on a meme than I will my music 
or vice versa with like the clothing brand or the meme, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I try to mix it all up and keep the algorithm going because once you generate enough like movement on social media, they'll, they'll check you out. Oh, this guy's funny. Oh, he does music. That's cool. Let me check his music. Or like, oh, this guy's a battle rapper. Oh, he does clothing. Let me check his clothing. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's like you got to find your own little outlet and niche of how you do things. And so pretty much this is who, who I really am, too, with the memes. And it's funny. That's who we are as indigenous people. We're funny. Mm -hmm. And like like I say, like 90 percent of the content of memes I put out are just based on facts of how natives operate. Whether people think of it as negative, it's funny, though, like you could have a a person getting thrown in jail and you kind of make fun of it you're like well that's kind of like a lesson don't do that don't be that guy but now we can laugh at it you know kind of thing and it's just and they're facts you know what i mean that's how natives are like indigenous people we're pretty much we're funny people and we can make fun of one another and that's the best thing you know what i mean we get our own we have our own little humor our pocket humor you know what i mean natives <laughs> get it <laughs> you know what I mean? like aunties and uncles go dance students you know what i mean we got all these things and we can make fun of one another, but when someone else does, like, what? Wait, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it, it all ties into with with me the way I work. It, I just throw 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 it all in the mix and keep it going like that. That's just it works for me. It may not work for everyone, but it's like I said, sometimes you have to take a different approach and you try some new things. It's just business, like um, that mind state mindset I have too, to try to operate in a good positive way. With some funny content at the same time give people some dope merchandise at the same time true i mean <clears throat> were you trained in like social media or did you just pick all this up on your own yeah man myspace trained me bro <laughs> <laughs> yo <Yes. facts. laughs> yeah now um, like it's just, like i said like the funny content you know what i mean it's just like i I get a lot of my jokes from my, my, my dad's side of the family. They're pretty funny, funny folks. And like I said, just carry on the funniness. And I've, I've been doing music for a very long time, too. So that helped out a lot. Mm -hmm. So like those, I'm in a crew called Ill Methods. And we started back in 2006. Um, we haven't done any crew projects for like five, six years now. But like each one of the crew members, you know, they, they're off doing their own thing and you know, we're all dads now raising families and stuff like that. So that's how we started as a crew with the hip hop music that I do. And now, like, finally, I'm kind of doing some solo stuff myself. So after so many years, I'm finally doing like a solo project. Nice. Yeah, I remember. Well, I know like you're a hip hop artist also. And <clears throat> I know that you just released a single just like what, yeah. about a month ago, maybe? Yeah, yeah, like uh, there's one released like two weeks ago also. Two weeks and a month ago. Uh, the one I released last month, month and a half, is called Again. Oh, yeah. That was pretty, it's pretty dope. The, the concept is like, you know, I'm not going to go through this again. I got to better myself. And I got Jordan G, the real Jordan G on the hook on that. And the next one after that was called Great Again, talking about the, the, the state of uh, America. You know what I mean? Great Again. Mm -hmm. um then after that i just released uh, another one it's called it's like that so those are my three latest projects but i got like i like to say seven six or seven tracks on spotify and all platform streaming now mm -hmm. yeah but uh yeah. shout outs to my team in gilbert arizona folded arm studios that is where i record and pretty much who i work under in a way like I'll release all my material will be released on Folded Arms Studios, Folded Arms Productions. That's family right there, man. That's my dude. Shout out to Seth. Chosen, I like to call him. Yeah. Now, is this the album you're working on or just singles? Uh, pretty much. Uh, I got a few more that I'm going to drop. Mm -hmm. uh, I got like three already ready, but I'm just kind of spacing it out. And probably by the end of the year, I'll just make it one complete album and okay. next year start on a little bit some more stuff uh i'm working on getting a music video going for this next track that i got it's gonna be a pretty deep track so it's talking about like you know how natives were converted to christianity or some religion you know what i mean so mm -hmm. the concept behind that is like uh you know just 
converting natives and the aspect from the point of view from like the, the a priest to a young native man taken away from his family and stuff like that it's like a storytelling track and it's dope to listen to but at the same time i think i would like to have visuals there so that's why i'm working be working on this music video to give people a better perspective on the track itself you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and the concept is like you know we are still here regardless of everything we've been through we are still here so that's the actual uh, title of the track. I'm call it. We are still here. Um, so this time I'm taking a different approach to it too. I'm not going to be in the video. I'm going to have actors in the video, and two of them will be reciting my verse instead of me. So taking that spotlight off of this. No one wants to see this, man. So <laughs> I'm giving it to some people, and it's going to be dope. So um, it's going to take some hard work on this one, man. Like I got to reach out to people. I got to find the, the setting and try to build a church-like atmosphere. So, but I'm excited for it, man. It's going to be recorded by this dude named Rancy. Oh, excuse me. He's a really dope uh, filmmaker too. So I can't wait for that one, dude. I mean, man, just, <clears throat> just the, just what you're telling me about like what it's going to be about. And then you're getting actors to recite what you're saying and i mean just the whole production of it i mean it just sounds fucking amazing and i appreciate it, man. yeah it's it's actually i've had this idea and concept for like almost two years now mm-hmm. and i just barely got done recording it i've been writing it forever too it's not even that long but it just took me forever to think about like how i really wanted what i wanted to say and but the idea and concept has been there for quite some time and i finally got it recorded got it recorded got it done and now i'm like i'm excited to shoot this video so because i've been talking about it forever i'm like man i got a storyline written kind of just gotta once i get the actors in place and we're gonna act it out give people some roles mm-hmm. so i'm pretty excited to take that little director's spot you know what i mean that'd be fun i, I always like to do that now how long does it take to make a music video Oh man, I don't know. I've never made one. So you never made one. Excited? No, I mean, I I do like uh, promo videos and clips like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I made uh, my my last video, or yeah, it's like my last video. It's called "Man on Fire." We shot a music video for it. My buddy recorded it, and I got all the footage and I put it together. So it took some took some time. But it's it's hard. Like, but actually shooting and everything myself, I don't do that. I just kind of direct and edit. I do, I do all right on some editing. Man, it takes me forever to learn some stuff. I'm all right. I'm not the best, but I think I do a decent job. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to. I want to make a music video for one of my friends here, but I don't know the first step in like doing it. I guess what you play the music on a on a speaker or something. And then they just yeah. kind of go through the motions, I guess, of what, what it is. Oh, yeah, man. Like, when you do that, the, I guess right when you're shooting the video, you'll record you'll record the verse over and over and over because you want to have different um, visuals, you know what I mean? Different angles. Yeah. And, like, um, how we do it is they just play the song, and I, I would be rapping along to it. They'll be recording. Then we'll go to a different area or shoot it in the same spot but at a different angle um just doing that makes it makes it much more better i just i'm not a fan of people who have music videos and it's just a straight on shot like you're standing by some graffiti and rapping throughout the whole no no movement you know what i mean if you're gonna stay there at least shoot it like five different times from top bottom side to side so when you're editing you can chop it all up and give people that feel of like it's moving around you know what i mean Uh, okay i think nowadays we have enough technology has freaking skyrocketed and there's so many things that you can do and it's just about being creative and not settling i guess you know what i mean so mm-hmm. a lot of us especially when we're working with our friends we like to settle and someone some people become yes men you know what i mean and it's kind of hard to be like nah man i don't like it because you don't want to offend your homie or your friend sometimes but same time it's like business and same time it's how you want it as an artist you know especially if you're filming someone like you want their input or if you're filming and you have a certain way you could give them your ideas too so 
But like I said, it takes a lot to actually speak up for yourself. Like, now nah, I want it like this. This is how I want it. And just actually getting on the same page with one another because both names will be stamped on this video. You know what I mean? You as the filmmaker and the artist as well. So mm-hmm. working together to achieve something dope is is the goal kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's always tough too. Like, cause <clears throat> I was a, I was a, I, I wanted yes man, and I, I was a yes man. Cause I don't know, I was just afraid to speak my mind or whatever. But yeah, but like you said, man, it's just like business or whatever. It's not, it's not to hurt people's feelings. Yeah, it's, it's not just, personal at all. No, 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 no. It's just you know, like oh, I don't like that shot. Maybe we can do it again, and then or yeah. co- come to a compromise of some sort. And definitely, try, man. Yeah, I mean, so. But I mean, that's a good point you bring up about the whole yes men and everything because you got to get past that, man. People have to All get right. past that. I think I learned a lot from from being in a hip hop crew. You know what I mean? We're like, nah, that that verse was whack. <laughs> we could tell each other that we're homies, we're brothers, and stuff. Like, or someone writes something to a track, and you're like, damn, nah, let me rewrite mine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'd be like, yo, he got this verse this time, or you got it this time and we're like yeah it's, it's cool to be in a part of a crew where we could speak our minds freely and we know it's out of love and we want to see you do better and push yourself you know what i mean that's what it is really about too supporting one another in a truthful manner you know what i mean like if you're homies too you can call each other that show was whack you know what I mean? mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah you know what i mean but if someone that you're working with and you really don't know you could be like hey man like let me give you my two cents from what i've heard or seen or how i think Mm-hmm. There's like different approaches to it. But yeah, I, I kind of feel that too. That it took me a while to come out that show too. Before I would be like, oh, okay, you like it? Yeah, I do. Nice. Me too. You know, I'm like, I'll settle. But now I'm like, you know, I'm kind of start questioning a lot of things too. So yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. And your crew, what were they called? The illest what? Ill methods. Ill methods. Yeah. And like even with that, the concept behind the name is like, you know. You, you got an ill method, yo. you got you have a different method of doing something, you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. ill, that's sick, that's dope, like ill, that's an ill method. So it was pretty cool because all of the members of the crew, like, each have their own style, you know what I mean? We don't sound similar, we don't sound alike. And that's that's that was the concept behind it. Like, man, we each got our own ill method, each different way to deliver and bring something to a track. So mm-hmm. that's how we came up with the name that's pretty cool is there so four of you or five? Oh man shoot let me run it it's been a while there's me <laughs> there's phrase there's ubo also known as ugly boy oddity aka nobody there's angry monk there's merv like to call him merv the perv too and we got <laughs> sack one sack one he's, he's the homie man sack one we got kino kino you know kino sap god Oh yeah, yeah, I know him. That's the homie, yeah. Sav God, and we got Dead Penguin, also named also Manny Tracks, also known as Manny Tracks. There's like oh. seven of us there, man. It's like a crew, crew, it's a squad, you know what I mean? Whoa. But yeah, man, it's been so many years since we put something out. But like I said, individually, each one of us have our own little thing going for ourselves. You know what I mean? They can mm-hmm. we kind of hold our own weight and carry like um our skills solo you know what i mean these guys have been doing so many great things and it's dope like look at kino he's popping off and he's killing it again my homie ubo ugly boy oddities he's almost done with his album he he's one of my favorite lyricists man this dude is super super dope bro my homie sack one he's starting his own little him and his homie's got a thing going in albuquerque too and just it's pretty cool man Manny tracks, produces, and he makes records people as well. Monk does beats. Uh, man, the, the list goes on, bro. We just kill it in our own way, so it's pretty dope. Shout out to the whole team, little methods, man. Damn, that's fucking tight. Yeah, <clears throat> I've been, I've been meaning to get Sav got on here too, and uh, I'm sure we'll get it soon. But I know he's busy with a bunch of stuff, and oh, our, definitely, our schedules just kind of conflict at times. But yeah, yeah, man, I most definitely want to get him on. Um, do you have stuff is uh ill methods on spotify or yeah we got a few tracks on spotify there's also a link um i forgot the name of the the link but i'll shoot it to you probably after the podcast you can check it out we got like four to five albums on there 
So oh, crew okay. albums when we first started to last one was probably like six years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Man, I forgot. We had a little distribution deal with Protect Your Neck Records. So that was a pretty dope one. So that's what we said. We like to call ourselves some woo chiefs. You know what I mean? Like some woo affiliates. Yeah. So we came up with the concept woo chiefs. So and there's a logo that I got. It's a chief throwing up the W. I know the and we, I call that the woo chief. So mm-hmm. that's like me paying homage to the crew, same time putting it on the logo. Symbol. Man. Yeah, I have to check them out, man. Yeah, send me that link when we get done and everything. Oh, definitely well, definitely. Hell yeah. And so <clears throat> you said that started in 2006. Oh, man. So, no, 2016. Oh, like you said 2006. Oh, no. 2006 when I started with the crew. You know what I mean? That's when we started the crew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> and so yeah. was it hard to transition into battle rap or no? No. I like battle rap more than hip hop performances, but like to be honest, <laughs> like uh, I've asked this question before, and like with the with hip hop performances, you know what I mean? With the crew, like man, there was always that pressure of riding the beat and staying on point. You know what I mean? I just go like to have fun, and I'd always procrastinate a lot. <laughs> ain't gonna lie, <laughs> like a week before the show, then I'll get the CD. Lose to get CDs. I was like, tell my boy, hey, bring me the beats, bro. I don't got the beats. They're like, what? <laughs> I'd always lose the CDs and they'd give me shit. Like, damn, phrase, you always fucking this shit up. Like, I just burn me the CD, man. <laughs> and like the whole time I'll be driving to, to a different city or where we're performing. Be trying to rehearse my verse and bars. I'm like, damn, I'm, I didn't write the beat that well. Or sometimes I'll forget. I'm like, man. <laughs> But like with battle rap, it's acapella, and I could run it back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But with, with the music, you only got that one shot. You can't really mess it up. You got to be on point. If I mess up a bar, then I forget my verse, and my boy's looking at me like, "Come on!" <laughs> like you got to try to count it out. Then you can freestyle. You know what I mean? I used to, that's when I used to freestyle, bro. <laughs> like my my go to was off the top, off the top of the dome, and that's when I start freestyling. So the minute <laughs> second that I said off the top. My boys would look at me like, oh, he done fucked up this verse, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still fun. Like, I, I love performing, but I think I like battle rap a little bit more. Okay. Just a little bit more, yeah. Just a tiny bit more. Tiny bit more, yeah, tiny yeah. Tiny bit more. <laughs> That's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> so were, you like, were you, like, nervous as hell whenever you did your first one, your first battle, or nah? I still, I'm still nervous to this day, bro. Like, Are you still nervous? Yeah, don't stop being. I don't stop being nervous. And I think, like, through the whole time I would prepare for a battle, I would write mm-hmm. and just rehearse my bars and everything. Once I get to the venue and the battle start and we start watching people battle rap left and right, I'm like, man, you're kind of anxious. Like, let me just get it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'll go outside, run my rounds right quick, walk back in, and I'm still nervous. I got that gut feeling like, oh. And then... You hit the stage, bam, rapper to your right, introduce yourself. That's I put on my game face. Hey, yo, what's up? It's phrase. I'm so confident that I'm like shaking like, ah, yeah, I got this. Come on. And then I start off with a few bars and then it's like it takes over. Bam. I get comfortable. You know what I mean? I feel all right. The nervous. I'm not nervous anymore because like the first few bars that come out, I'm like, okay, I got this. And what I like to tell myself is, this is what you do. You know, this is what I do. You know, I'm here to put on for the people, make good show. You know what I mean? This is what I do. Mm-hmm. So, like, after the first few bars, I get settled and I'm like, okay, now we're cooking. Now we can have some fun. Like, shake the nerves. You know what I mean? But, yeah, but like, I still get nervous, bro. It's, it's, it'll be there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Same here. I mean, I do live shows. I do hostings. I, I do, like, Q&As for films or whatever and i get nervous like and yeah. everybody everybody says like why why do you i'm like it just happens you know and <laughs> you <can't> take <laughs> it. Like, yeah you can't like I, I can't like it's just who i am i guess it's just being nervous but I, like you once it's once it's time to go then it's time to go and i just yeah. confident and i just do what i do and i just forget like i'm nervous i don't know i don't know what it is though it's just uh i'm not gonna mess up it's just I don't know what it is. It's just the butterflies, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like this is especially when you interact and meet new people too. You're like, okay, man, let me mm-hmm. let me get that. Oh, you know what I mean? It's cool. But I get it, man. I totally feel you, bro. Like for real. Like, but once it 
a few first few words in questions bars or whatever you like get comfortable like all right this is cool i like this i could do this you know what i mean <laughs> so like uh, i've been hosting lately too like hosting hip-hop events and shows and i've done like i don't know five six so far now mm-hmm. so that's been pretty fun man like I'm from battle rapper performer now i'm like hosting shows and events and it's pretty dope and i'm pretty fortunate that people reach out to me and ask me to be a host i'm like cool yeah i'll do it that's cool same mm-hmm. thing like the nerves but at the same time i'll talk to these artists before they go on stage get a feel for who they are and if i know them great if i don't i'll like ask some questions before i get up there where are you from how do you pronounce your name da, 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 da. hop on stage introduce them once they get done I kind of not critique them, but just give my little two cents on what I've heard and their performance and stuff like that. And it's pretty cool to hear that. I think, you know what I mean? Like as a performer, if you get off stage and the host will go up there and like kind of tell you how you did or what they liked about your set. I think that's pretty dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to do that with these artists that are pop on the stage you know what I mean? especially if they're young, hungry artists too. That's pretty cool to see. It's motivating because I'm like, Hey man, that was me back in the day. You know what I mean? That was me. And like back in the day, you just get up there and like people wouldn't really show you love. Like, yo, perform cool, good job. And that's it. But like there's some new young talents out there. And after they get done rocking, I'll be like, I'll tell them what I liked about their set and introduce them to the, the people, too. So it's pretty dope. Man, that's hella dope. I mean, it's always cool to like be able to get back like that, too. Yeah. Because you see like where you came from, the progression and to where you're at hosting, you get to see these, you know the younger ones starting to come up like yourself. And so, I mean, just to give them that feedback too, is probably like, Oh my God. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah, man. Like uh, I wanted to show it. Hey, thanks. Uncle phrase. Now I'm like, you know what? Uh... (laughs) I'm cool with that now. You know what I mean? I've been around for a while. I'll I'll take it as some homage. You know what I mean? Like that's uncle phrase. Now I'm like, drop some knowledge on these kids. (laughs) They're like a uh, red cloud. I like to call him this uncle red cloud. You know, he's been around and shout outs to him, man. He's always down to give me advice when I needed to. And there's a lot of, a lot of different people that I've met through music and I still talk to them and we chop it up and I get a lot of great advice from a lot of different people. So shout outs to uncle cloud. He's one of them. My boy tactile, the rhyme child, Juju kills one of my favorite artists back in the day and he's an amazing individual he gives me a lot of great advice too so shout outs to tack uh, my boy seth same thing man this fills you with knowledge and confidence you know it's like that confidence boost that i need when it comes to music because that's where i record my stuff at to his spot folded arm studios but besides music these are great individuals i can talk to you know what i mean on a personal level so it's pretty cool it's dope like music connects you with so many people it's pretty cool hell yeah dude <clears throat> i mean just in general like music and podcasting and like just networking within like everything you're doing and stuff and speaking of podcasts probably before we wrap up you started one sure uh we didn't call it a podcast we said we was like we got videos so we're like i don't know if it's a podcast now like i don't know we'll just call it a day one show you know what i mean yeah so <laughs> We got that happening and we're just winging it, bro. Right now we're winging it. There's going to be our third live. Um, we're having fun with it, mm-hmm. trying to get more viewers in. So once we really do have some topics to talk about and discuss or interviews to do, you know, just like this, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty dope. But right now we're still getting a feel for it. We're having fun, uh, trying to invite more viewers in and trying to work that part of the system because this is something new for Nick and I. And we are barely getting started, but we still have like big, big hopes, high hopes for this. You know what I mean? This is going to be our next thing that it gives us another push for mm-hmm. the clothing brand, too. You know what I mean? For the music, for the clothing brand, for the battles. And we try to keep it all tied in and the different outlets that we have for this social media. We just hope to reach others and expand our brand and market one another at the same time. You know, my homie's like really excited that I got you on. Oh, dope, and, man. And he wanted to know top four rap battles or top four battle rappers top four battle rappers for me yes sir sheesh okay i love disaster when i first started battle rapping and i love watching disaster he's dope he's still dope to this day so i'd say there's no particular order but i say disaster k shine shoddy horror and 
Oh man, this is a tough one. I like daylight. There you go, daylight. Top oh, four. There you go. Yeah, shout yeah. Out, shout Top out to four. King King Cashier X. Wanted to know that. That's our league owner, but he was hell excited. He was hell excited. I got you on, and he wanted to know your top four battle rappers. Nice. Then, then he wanted to know uh, what are your goals within rap battle, and what are you doing to get there? Okay, with battle rap, personally, I'm not like chasing a career path out of it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just love to rap. I rap sometimes, just like my motto kind of thing, which is I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never really chased a career path with music or battle rap but i love to do it and when i do the support is still surreal you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i use these outlets these platforms as a way to try to rep for us people especially in battle rap um, like watching my battles if you do like a lot of these stereotypes i try to flip it and take that power away from my opponent you know what i mean like okay you're making fun of natives but natives can do this and use it in a bar you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the same things they laugh about i want to use it against them in a way to like take that power away it's not funny no more you know what i mean it's kind of played out so now you're gonna feel like these native bars and it's crazy because i had this conversation with a person they're like why do you always talk about native stuff i'm like then i asked them i said you watch every one of my battles they'll have a native joke and what happens the crowd laughs so why is it okay for people to use native bars and i can't use it i mean i'm the native you know what i mean Mm-hmm. So I always try to hold true to that and, you know, just use this battle rap platform as an outlet to rep for us people in battle rap. And like, I always try to talk to the people during my third rounds, you know what I mean? Like leave them with some positivity, then direct it at my opponent at the same time. So, but, but with battle rap, man, I'll just do it from time to time. I don't really have any major goals for it. And you know, I've been offered like plates in many different states, especially after the John Smith battle took off. But I just stayed in New Mexico and stayed battling there. I just like, I was cool. You know, I, mean, I wasn't really chasing a big, big thing or whatever. I just love to do it from time to time, man. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <clears throat> well, man, I love that. You know, you're always putting our people first. And like you said, it's native support natives. Definitely. I love, you know, and yeah, man, I've seen the battles where they just crack jokes on you. And I know it's battle rap, but then you come back stronger, man. Like, and you do take that power from them. And that's like so fucking cool to see that happening in like on the videos. I oh, appreciate so, that, man. I yeah, applaud bro, like, you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, what were you gonna say? I was like, yeah, man, like there's um there's so many other natives out there too, like mm-hmm. native battle rappers now, too. They've been there, but they've been they're doing a lot more than I have in battle rap. And there's so many dope ones. We got my homie Chronic uh, out in uh, Canada too, man. He's 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 dope. Chronic Walters, he's freaking dope. We got my boy Empty Money, man. This dude is killing it. He's from the he's from Bellingham, Washington. That's one of my favorite battlers, man. We got some cats in Arizona that are native. Um, they're they're man. There's so many talented natives out there, and like finding out that some of these guys battle i'm like oh damn you know i'm gonna go support them too and it's pretty cool mm-hmm. so it's it's dope man so i'm always gonna be pushing for these people too yeah me too we'll see like it's hard man because i'm it's hard to find native comedians and now battle rappers yeah so i'm trying to find more native comedians if you can send me a list of those battle rappers Oh, definitely, man. I'd, I'd love them, to. Man. I'd love to check them out and possibly have them on the show too. So that'd be cool, man. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll do that. I, I'm sure they would love to be on your show too, bro. A lot of it helps out. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'd love to just talk to them and fucking support them as well. Thank you, Phrase, for coming on. Tell everybody where to follow you and keep track of you. Definitely. I appreciate you for having me on, man. Uh, I go by Phrase Frazier. Y'all can find me on Facebook at Phrase Frazier. Find me on Instagram at Day One's Rooted slash Phrase Frazier. Find me on TikTok at Phrase Frazier. I got a Twitter and a Snapchat, but I do not use it at all. So don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> Too many things, man. Like this is enough. This is enough social media right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, thank you for coming on, bro. Uh, you're welcome back anytime. Okay. But hey, man, definitely, definitely appreciate you, man. Appreciate you and your fans, your followers. Uh, you know, we'll link up, work together. You know, 
So appreciate you, big. Yes, sir. Everybody go follow him. Add him on Facebook. Keep up with this man. Hit him up on Spotify, YouTube. Check out his past battles. New battles coming up. Um, everything he's got going on. And um, Day One's Rooted, the clothing line. Check that out as well. But if you're not, subscribe to Oki Podcast. Please do that. It's available on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. Just Google it and you would find it. Okiepodcast.com. Uh, check us out on the Native Oklahoma Magazine website. And go follow us at Okie Podcast on Instagram, at Rustmus49. Okie Podcast is on Facebook as well. Uh, check out Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. All right, everybody. Peace. Peace.